2: As you may have
3: realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program, already in progress, hour two. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Russell Wilson Jr. the third will join us coming up. Started to see some of these stories percolate on Super Bowl Sunday. Jason Lockenfora from CBS Sports, their their, uh, NFL Insider, said that uh, Russell Wilson may be uh, wanting some changes in Seattle. Maybe some help. Maybe the Seahawks are taking phone calls and possible trades for Russell Wilson. So Russ will join us coming up. Walter Payton, man of the year. So he'll uh, join us coming up here in about 20 minutes. Patrick Mahomes will undergo surgery tomorrow on uh, his foot and uh, what is known as turf toe. Rehab will be several months, but he's expected to make a full recovery. I think what you're finding now with the Kansas City Chiefs Unfortunately, if you're a Chiefs fan is, you're looking back on what you could have done and the adjustments you could have made in real time. And I didn't think Kansas City made any adjustments. Even watching last night again, knowing what the play was going to be or the end result, you're still watching to see what else was available for the Kansas City Chiefs. What else could they have done to protect Patrick Mahomes? I thought he held on to the ball too long. I thought he was trying to make a big play. I thought they could have run the football. I thought they could have done some things to soften up Tampa's defense a little bit or slow down the rush a little bit, and they did not. And Mahomes has since admitted that he's got to stop going for the big play all the time. And we had uh, you know, Tony Baselli, the uh, Hall of Fame finalist and a great offensive lineman, and he was there uh, on the sidelines. And he said, I was surprised they did not make any adjustments at all. Plus, he said, you know, you had guys chirping at each other. The defensive linemen, they were chirping at each other. You know, there was frustration, clearly frustration that settled in with the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. Like most Super Bowl champs, the Buccaneers are in danger of losing good players in free agency this offseason. Yesterday, Bruce Arian said that he's confident his players are close. The team will be able to figure it all out. Now, I got to start with the pass rushing star Shaq Barrett, who could become a free agent. They have to reach deals with Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, Levante David, and Domican suit. You know, the list goes on and on and on. I think you're going to get a loyalty deal with Rob Gronkowski and maybe Antonio Brown because of what Tom Brady did for them. Leonard Fournette is probably going to want to get paid. Chris Godwin, does he want to try to be a number one receiver someplace? You know, if you would have said that Mike Evans would have one catch in the Super Bowl. Tampa would score three passing touchdowns. You would have said, wow, who scored the touchdowns? And you get Gronk with two and Antonio Brown with one. You know, Levante David and Dominican Sue, they may not be there next year. Loyalty is one thing, but there's so much cap room or only so much cap room. And that's where you have to basically build in. Maybe this is a Southern style Patriots team. Brady and Gronk, and then you get guys to fill in who want to be able to play for a team that has a chance to win another Super Bowl. And, you know, Leonard Fournette cost you $2 million. He's going to be asking for more than $2 million this next contract. And that might be one of those where you say, Leonard, thank you, but we're going to move on. And Brady was able to steady the ship. You know, the Patriots lost players all the time, but it came back to the consistency of, you still had Tom Brady. It's the same thing with the Buccaneers. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself. The capologist might be hard at work, but for fans in Tampa, enjoy the Super Bowl. Then worry about the offseason and who's going to be back next season. You still have plenty of time for that. Eight seven seven three dp show Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I was uh, watching some basketball last night. LaMelo Ball had seven three-pointers. He's the only reason why to watch the Hornets. They're not, a, they're not a good team, but I don't even know if that's enough because you might just go, let me wait for the highlights with LaMelo Ball. He's fun to watch, and he's good. I don't know if he's great. I don't know if he'll be great, but I know that he is good right now. And I don't like the shot, but he made it. He makes it. It's, it's not what you would want to draw up and say, here's how you shoot a jump shot. But he made seven three pointers last night. He didn't have a two point uh, uh, attempt that he made. He just made he made seven field goals, and they were all three pointers. But he also, you know, can dish out ten assists. I mean, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, watching the Lakers, um, you know, they went into overtime with uh, the Thunder. Like, what makes me just a little concerned here is they're playing down to their competition. They shouldn't be going into double overtime with the Detroit Pistons or the Thunder. And I know everybody gears up for the Lakers, but even if the Lakers are just going through the motions, you'd still think that we don't need overtime or double overtime here. And LeBron's starting to creep up there in minutes. LeBron, make no mistake about it. LeBron wants to win the MVP. And I'm going to guess that he's even more driven after watching what Tom Brady did. I think LeBron is going... He did that at 43. Why can't I turn back, you know the clock here? Why can't I let people know, remind people, I can still be the most valuable player. And I think that he's driven to make that happen. The only concern I would have is, how driven are you to win the regular season MVP? Because the Greek freak has won the MVP, uh, MVP and he gets to the postseason, and then it all comes apart. This is what, like, LeBron at this point, it's about winning another title. If you win the MVP, great. But if you said, hey, we'll guarantee you an MVP, but we won't guarantee you a championship. I want the championship. I don't care about the MVP. But also, you know, LeBron loves to be slighted. You know, if somebody else wins it, let's say Kevin Durant wins it, then it's another motivating tool for LeBron James. LeBron needs to win titles. Don't expend all your energy during the regular season to win that MVP. Now, do I think that it's probably him or Durant? I thought Steph Curry was going to win it because I thought with Klay Thompson, Golden State was going to be back and Steph Curry was going to have a great year for a team. I'm watching Luka. Luka's not winning the MVP. I mean, that team is not good. He's he's great. But you watch that team and it's, it's Luka occasionally you'll get uh, Porzingis to do something, but they should not have a losing record. But Luka has been fun to watch. Uh, The Joker uh, had another big night last night. He's the guy that you watch and you go, how did he do that? Because there's nothing he does where you go, oh my God. But then you look at his numbers and you'll go, uh, he had uh, 42, he had 13, and he had nine dimes. and you go, "How?" It's because basketball is about angles. If you have somebody who's smart enough to use the angles and they have the athleticism, then you get Michael Jordan. You know Chris Paul can't jump, but, but Chris Paul's unbelievable. He's a hall of famer. It's understanding. You know, Larry Bird understands angles. The, and LeBron understands angles. And he has, the, you know, as high a basketball IQ as we've ever seen. And he's athletic. Like when you have it and you put it all together, then you get something truly amazing. A lot of guys, and we've all done this, where you're on the playground, and you go, look at that guy. He's unbelievable. He's jumping out of the gym. And then you play, and then you realize he doesn't know how to play because he really never developed his game to understand the true angles of the game and you know when you get guys who are able to do that it's fun to watch it's not fair to everybody else in the league but jokic he knows how to he knows how to play the game and that always sounds so simplistic when you got guys you go you know what's he do he just knows how to play the game and we've all been on the playground where you go I, he just knows how to play nothing special he just knows how to play right place right time right pass pick and roll backdoor cut you know, just not not relying on. Let me make a highlight here, and you have those players. Basketball is littered with players like that. But uh,
4: <laughs> out of the back row, I just heard
5: boring. Yeah. yeah, what? Jokic is so boring. Backing a guy down. Oh, turn the channel. Okay, I... <laughs> give me staff for MVP. That's so all oh, I okay, wait a
2: minute. So Jokic is supposed to go. Mm, I got to dress up my game here.
5: No, but because I it, have... be- for you. But you don't, come on, it's impossible to watch the Nuggets because of him. This is boring basketball. It's like old school.
2: Right, give me Zion. Give How me many Steph. teams would love to have Jokic on their team? Oh, all of them.
5: Okay. But do you honestly the other thing is too until last year he had never won in the post. What are
2: you like a like a
5: twelve year old kid? Yeah, I'm like I want to see like YouTube highlights. <laughs> I Dude can't, perfect.
2: Oh that guy's boring. I can't watch that. Yeah, i like and Can you Steven dunk?
5: Should, my whole life. Like all I want to watch is the Vince Carter's of the world. I don't want to see the guys <laughs> winning the titles. You know. And I'm not alone. A lot of people I, I get it. it
2: like that. I get it. But you know, I I still watch what the end result is. I'd watch Zion warm up over Jokic in a game. <laughs> I'm dead serious.
5: He's <laughs> so fascinating. It doesn't, you have no idea what's going to happen when Zion touches the ball. Jokic is just going to score or have an assist.
2: That's a great line. Great All right, Steph line. Curry,
5: if they get good, which doesn't seem like it's happening, could he sneak in an MVP?
2: No, unless they're, they, you know yeah. what, if he's, if the team is better, then he would have a chance, but, but I, I don't, they have to manage his minutes. Yeah.
5: They're like the 10 seed of 12 and 12 now. Yeah. So they might not even make I mean, the Steve,
2: playoffs. Steve Kerr has talked about managing his minutes because their, their year is next year. Th- this year is just, you know, how good is Wiseman sort of figure out what we have. And then you make one more go at this and you hope that Clay Thompson is able to come back from the Achilles. Um, but I thought Golden State was going to battle for supremacy in the West. I, I truly thought that. If you had Steph back, they were healthy, Clay Thompson back, Draymond Green, you put Wiseman in the lineup there, and, you know, that, that, that can be a formidable team. All right, uh, let me get a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Pete in Florida joins us. Hi, Pete. What's on your mind today?
1: Yeah, uh, I wanted to put
6: in a plug for ex-Iowa Hawkeye and Jimbo Colbert's teammate, Jay Hildenberg. Uh 11 years in the league, seven times uh, All-Pro, two times first-team All-Pro, and he never gets mentioned for the Hall of Fame. All
2: right, well, he has now. Thank you, Pete. I think you get lumped in with all those Chicago Bear linemen. Let's go through them. But, you know, Jimbo Colbert was able to kind of stand out there. But I think Tony Baselli's a Hall of Famer. And I know it's difficult. He's been a finalist five times, and I wouldn't be surprised if next year is the year. It feels like there's a little bit of a groundswell here. And I've used my platform to mention him, certainly at this time of the year, and hopefully the football writers take another look at him. If he didn't get hurt, then this would not be a debate. But he did at age 30, and uh, his career is as decorated as Calvin Johnson's. If you look at the number of all pros, pro bowls, and they both retired at the age of thirty. Uh you know, I've talked about Trell Davis, like he was an MVP. He did have two thousand yards rushing and won a couple of Super Bowls. It's it it's not the same as Tony Baselli. But the you know, the longevity aspect, do I think that I mean, you gotta be you have to be able to be available. Like that's that's the first That's the first thing I want to know. Are you available to play? Like Russell Wilson is going to join us here. Russ is one of two quarterbacks all time to start every game for his team from week one of his rookie season through his ninth year in the league. The only other quarterback who did that was Peyton Manning. And Wilson's 98 career wins are the most ever by a starting quarterback through nine seasons in the NFL, six more than Peyton Manning's. He was a bit. It could be a stat of the day. All righty. Stat of the day. Didn't want to cut you off. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that. What? Stat of the day. But you got to be available. And, you know, that's why Philip Rivers always available. Eli was always available. Brett Favre always available. I want my quarterback, and I know he's going to be there because that's the most important person. Here's you know why Russell Wilson probably wants a seat at the table with the Seahawks to say, uh, can you help me out here? He was sacked 47 times this season, third most in the NFL. Here is the number. The eighth consecutive season with 40 or more sacks taken, that's the longest streak in league history. Now, as part of that on Russ... Probably so extending a play, but it feels like every time I watch Seattle, it's nine, seven going into the fourth quarter. And then it feels like Pete Carroll goes, uh, I don't know this running game. is didn't work. And Russ, can you help us out? And then somehow, you know, the game ends up 16 to nine. But if I'm Russell Wilson, you know, after a while, I mean, he's going to start slowing down. I think, you know, you could watch he got caught this year. You know, and he's normally very, very elusive. But if I'm Russell Wilson, I'd probably say to management, "Do you want me to stay around for a little while longer? Because if you do, can you can you help me out here?
4: Can you uh, give me some give me some help here?" Yeah, Paul. The career leaders in getting sacked by quarterbacks, the most sacked quarterbacks in NFL history: Brett Favre, five hundred twenty five times; Brady, five hundred twenty one times. So that's the stat. Russell Wilson has been sacked 394 times in his career, an average of 44 times per year. At this pace, he will pass both Favre and Brady in just three seasons from now as the most mm. sacked quarterback of all time. He'll be 35 years old. Brady was 43. Favre was 41. They're not even close. He's going to be the most sacked quarterback of all time by far.
2: Uh, Kyle in California. Hi, Kyle. What's on your mind? Hey, BP. What's going on,
7: hey, boys? Bud. I hate to say the words I'm about to say, but I agree with McLovin. <laughs> it, it hurts. Okay. I know. I hate it. I okay. hate it. All right. But the Joker is kind of. It is kind of boring to watch. You ever watch a Nuggets game? It's like, is Jamal Murray going to go for 12 points tonight, or is he going to go for 21? The Joker could go for 50 this year, and he has. You know, sometimes it is. He, I know he's done it like twice. You wouldn't even know it. You want to watch the Jazz play the Nuggets? Oh, let's watch Rudy Gobert back down Nikola Jokic. And then, you know, it's just like some of the best teams in the league right now, I think, are why there's so many, like, runaway weird stories, especially with some LeBron stuff. And I don't know. It's just like a weird season so far.
2: Yeah, it's been a boring season. Thank you, Kyle. Because the season ended, it felt like, last month. And then all of a sudden we turn around and here we go. We're starting the season again. And I don't know if anybody's really picked up on any great storylines this year. Doc Rivers is going to join us on the program tomorrow. But, like, what are the great storylines? The Nets don't play defense. LeBron wants to win the MVP. Uh, Can the Greek freak make free throws? Is Luka going to average a triple-double? Did the Clippers learn anything from last year? LaMelo Ball. (laughs) Yes,
5: McLevin. Kyle had a great point there, by the way. The Jazz are also super boring. Like, oh, uh, backdoor cut from Joe Ingles to Jordan Clarkson. (laughs) Click. Let's see what's uh, main building masters or whatever you guys watch. Main cabin masters. Yes,
2: Fritzi. And
7: should they have the All-Star Game has become quite a big topic. So that's kind of a stretch as far as what's going on in the world of the NBA. Those
2: aren't great storylines for a league. Hey, should they have the All-Star Game? If they didn't have the All Star Game, I don't know if anybody'd miss it. You know, wow. Let's see the slam dunk winner. Yeah, it's it's very great.
1: You don't like the one seventy three one sixty eight game where no. they just let each other no. dunk and no. shoot threes?
2: No, no, no. And I don't like playing defense, but I still am like, all right. I like when it you know they battled each other a little bit, it meant something. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up and uh, Russell Wilson will join us after this. It's a 19 after the hour, Dan Patrick show. Callaway launched their apex irons. Golfers finally got to experience the feel and precision of a player's iron, all the technology, the benefits of a distance iron in there. And uh, I have the apex DCB. That's the deep cavity back. It's uh, for higher handicaps. Now, I haven't been able to play that much. I usually play on the simulator and my handicap is probably a 12. Now I was down to around a five point something years ago when I didn't care about my job or my family, but uh, I think it's back up to a 12. Now these irons are great. And even those big Bertha irons are awesome as well. The uh, Callaway apex standard irons will fit a majority of swings. The uh, apex pro that's for a scratch golfer, single digit handicap players, but uh You also have the uh, new driver there. Epic Speed is... So there's so many things that Callaway does every year. I mean, they push the envelope. They, They are always, always innovators here. A lot of irons out there, but nothing delivers everything like Apex. Find out which Apex irons are right for you. CallawayGolf.com slash Apex. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at
7: FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that
2: Gambling problem, call one 800 gambler 18 plus in most eligible states,
3: age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit DKNG.co slash Pick Six States. Void where prohibited. See terms at Pick6.draftKings.com promos.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
0: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com
2: This award-nominated program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales, service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile by taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. He's Russell Wilson, Jr., the third honored... With the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Also, he and his wife, Sierra, are on the cover of GQ, which hits the newsstands February 23rd. Good morning, Russ. How are
6: you? Dan, what's up, man? It's always great being on the show. How you been? Uh, where's the trophy? Oh, man, the trophy's on its way right here. Uh, it's going to be sitting somewhere over here somewhere. It's, it's heavy, though, man. It's like, it's like 75 pounds. I was looking at <laughs> up. <and> I, <laughs> I'd use both hands. Okay, is that your library?
2: Uh, yeah, this is my office. Yeah. Okay. What do you have in it? What's the coolest thing you have in your office?
6: I got some good books here. Um, let's see here. Have you read those books? Cool. Uh, I haven't read them all. No, but the coolest coolest thing I have in my office, man, I, I got some cool awards. I have this, um, I have this, uh, Lombardi award that I, that I won last year. Um, that was pretty cool. i got some other cool things in here. I'm not going to say too much. I don't want somebody. Breaking <laughs>
2: <me>. <laughs> you should do a book club like Andrew Luck. Uh, no, no book clubs for me right now. <laughs> uh, what would you think of the Super Bowl?
6: Man, I thought, uh, first of all, the fact that we were able to get this far, you know, with everything going on with COVID and everything else, and and for us to be there, I was sitting there watching the game, and uh, it was pretty fascinating to just see. You know, all year, we had, we had no fans. So it was fascinating to see actually people there, the experience of it all it felt real. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of the game, you know, I, I think that, uh Tom got up early, you know, and and uh they, they threw through a few touchdowns early on and and uh you know they you know the the reality is is they, they couldn't block those guys on the other end, you know, they just they struggled with you know, Patrick was running for his life the whole game, it felt like.
2: But I didn't understand why Kansas City didn't make adjustments with that offensive line. Right? <clears throat> At halftime, don't you make adjustments to something like that?
6: Yeah, you know, I, I think they, they needed to adjust a little bit quicker in the game and then next thing you know, they the, you know, uh, the Bucks were already up, you know, pretty good, you know, in the first half. You know, so I think they were trying to catch up. You know, they're always trying to play catch up mode in that game. And, um, you know, obviously, when have got guys like Tyreek running down the field and Kelsey. But I, I felt like they moved the ball in certain moments, but then they kind of got froze, you know, kind of stuck in the middle of the field. Um, so that's where they that's where they had some
2: problems. But also, and Patrick Mahomes has mentioned this, he is he's, he's trying for the big play and not taking what the defense gives you like is do you understand that and you probably went through this this year where you guys were getting the big play but you weren't getting other things
6: yeah I think that the biggest thing that you know they had to be able to do is you know I had to slow those guys down up front for Patrick to be able to you know go through his reads. it looked like as soon as he kind of was hitting his back foot sometimes and then other times you know they were trying to take shots on the field you know but I I think that um, they didn't adjust great, but also, too, it just it didn't seem like they could handle the guys up front.
2: Does Brady do anything that you can't do? Does he do anything that I can't do? Yeah. No, I don't think he does anything I can't do.
6: Um, You know, I think that he just does, he does everything extremely well. He's got great players. I mean, I was looking at the, I was looking at the pregame warmups, right? I'm looking at, I'm watching the pregame warmups and I'm seeing Gronkowski, seeing Godwin, Evans, Antonio Brown. uh, You know, they got, they got uh, Fournette. They got all these players around them. I mean, this, I mean, watching Antonio Brown on that deep hinge stop route that he ran 25 yards, boom, stopped on a dime. You'd have Gronkowski, uh, just I thought Leftwich called a great game and got Gronkowski open early in the game and got him open. Uh that was really cool down in the red zone, some of the stuff they were doing. Um and you know, and I think that they made their plays, you know, when they really needed to. Um you know those in that game.
2: Does Mahomes do anything you can't do? No, man. I, I- I think that he uh, he can
6: launch it long ways on the field. But I, you know, I think I can do, I I can do everything out there. You know he's a uh, he's a really special player though, man. I, I love watching him. I love watching his competitive drive. You know the game was kind of out of hand there at the end. He just kept going for it, which I loved watching him go for it. You know even though it yeah, it, it didn't turn out the way he wanted it to, he's a he's going to be heck of a player for a
2: long time. How much input should the quarterback have in organizational moves? Veteran quarterback. Yeah, I think it depends on who it is, you know, I think. Well, how about you, know, you? How much do you have any say in what Seattle does offensively with free agents or draft draft picks?
6: Uh, uh, I think that it's, uh, you know, I, I think that ultimately, for me personally, I, you know, I think that I want to be able to ha- be involved because at the end of the day, it's your legacy. It's your team's legacy. It's, you know, it's the guys you get to go into the huddle with. And at the end of the day, that those guys you got to trust, you know, when you think about, you know, one of the reasons why Tom went to, Tampa was because he, he felt like he could trust those guys and Bruce was gonna give him an opportunity. I think, I think for you know every situation you have to be able to go into a situation. You know, you think about guys like LeBron. He was able to you know be around great players that he can trust. I think for for me. You know, uh, anytime you bring free agents in, you know, are the players, you want the best players, guys who love the game, guys you want to be a part of that. And as a player, you kind of know that you get to be around Pro Bowls, you get to kind of see these guys, you get to be in the huddle with the linemen or, or receivers or, you know, um, you get to be around defensive guys. And so you kind of you build that over time and get to see who can really play, you know, as a player, you really know. So I think that um, I think that relationship is really key in that dialogue between, you know, um, You know, especially being a veteran player, you you know, that dialogue is really important.
2: Yeah, but that's a long winded way of not answering my question. Are you involved in personnel decisions? Have you been involved in personnel decisions?
6: Not not as much. I don't you know, I think that, uh, you know, do you want to be involved, Russ? Yeah, I I think it helps. I think it helps to, to, to be involved more. Um but I think that's that dialogue should should happen more often in my opinion
2: yeah but look, I'm worried about the these numbers you've been sacked 394 times in your career so you're you're gonna be the most sacked quarterback in the history of the game
6: why yeah <laughs> well I, I think that uh you know sometimes sometimes you hold on to it a little bit you know just because you're looking for that play and you find you find those guys, but also so many, so many times it turns into touchdowns too. But, you know, to be, to be, uh, you, know, you never want to be sacked that many times, you know, 400 times up basically is, is way too many, 400 too many, um, you know, so I think that's a big, it's a big thing that we got to fix. That's got to be fixed, you know, and, and has to be, you know, at the end of the day, because my goal is to play, you know, 10 to 15 more years. And so when you think about that and longevity and legacy and all that, you know, I and you, you watch the game the other night, you know, the difference between that game was, you know, uh, Tom was taking shots down the field and getting the ball, you know, to, to his guys and stuff like that. But you know, he wasn't touched really. He even got touched. I think he got sacked one time in the game, you know, um, you know, early on. But you know, throughout the and this balls, doesn't
2: you know. even count, Russ. How many times you were hit? I mean, that's three hundred ninety-four sacks. Like, that's a that's a lot. And like, well, I I think you also
6: get away quite a bit too. You know, <laughs> I get I get away some too. But, you do. Uh,
2: but that's a lot. But, though. Uh,
6: I th- I think that you know we we got to get better up front. I think that and it's not just passing. I think you know in terms of everything you do. You know you it, it controls the game as you watched the other night. I think you know and um, you know obviously guys like Dwayne are such an am- amazing players and uh, you know to have him come in was a big thing that that I really wanted to make sure that happened. I think that we all wanted to make sure that happened because um, we knew that what what a great player Dwayne was, for example. So you know and I, so I think that. Uh, you know, throughout the next 10 years, it's really important for me personally, but also just, you know, you know throughout you know, my career that, you know, we make sure that we do the, everything we can, including myself, do everything we can to make sure that that, that doesn't happen.
2: Uh, we're talking to Russell Wilson. Uh, what do you make of uh, CBS Jason Lock and saying that Seattle had gotten, you know, calls for uh, possible, you know, uh, trade talks with you? Do you believe that, that uh, Seattle has gotten calls yeah
6: I definitely believe they're gotten calls for sure i think that uh you know i think anytime you're um you know you know uh, a player that you know tries to produce every week and has done it for you know consistently, I think people are gonna call for sure and I think it's part of the process
2: yeah but you're a franchise quarterback you're a hall of fame quarterback you're not available are you
6: <laughs> well I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm available or not that's a have to see on this question but I think also i think more than anything else is um you know, I think at the end of the day, you you want to win. You know, you play this game every day to wake up to win. You play this game, you know, to to be the best in the world. You know, I you know what I hate? I hate sitting there watching other guys play the game. I nothing worse. By the way, you, you looked know, miserable at the picture, Super Bowl watching. Yeah, there's a picture of Sierra and Roger talking. I'm sitting there, well, I'm watching this game, like you know, wishing that I was in there uh, playing. Uh, so you know, I think that. um, I think that, you know, ultimately you you watch the games and, you you know, you want to do everything you can to be there. That's why we play this game, you know? And so I think that part of it's really key. And I think that, you know, the reality of, of professional sports is, you know, things happen, things change, you know, you know, I'm not sure, you know, how, how long I'll play in Seattle. I think hopefully, hopefully it was going to be, you know, be forever, you know, but things change obviously along the way. And I think that um, you, you focus on what you can control every day and try to be the best version of yourself and, you know, ultimately try to win championships. And I think that's, um, you know, that's why I play this game. Uh, what's the cover on GQ? What's it look like with you and uh, your wife? You know, it just came out this, I think it's just just coming out here this morning or it's coming out soon here, but uh, I, I think it'll look good. I think it'll, I think you, I think you, I, I think you'll like it. And Dan, and, uh, I know you and C had that good relationship. I know you guys are really close. Uh, you know, I know we're I'm not, sure you...
2: we're not that close any, that much anymore, you know, once you got married. So I had to be respectful. So, yeah. I mean, I... backed up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I backed away and I was respectful. I got you. Where is she right now?
6: Uh, she, I think she's uh, with the kids right now. She's it's early. It's early on the east on
2: the west coast. So well, it's only it's seven thirty. I mean, yeah, she, she still looks great. Can she do oh, yeah. a drive by? Can you just say, hey, see? Can you yeah, come in here and say hello to Dan?
6: She's on the other side of the house. She's uh with I think a
2: little Win right now. Wait, wait, how how big is the house? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a two bedroom apartment that you're in, right? No, we're not a two bedroom. <laughs> uh, what are you doing in the off season?
6: Man, just getting ready. I think you know every every day you try to get ready, you get try to get prepared. Um, we have a pretty cool business too called Limitless Minds. That's that's growing like crazy. I think you've talked to Trevor uh, Trevor before. You know, it's that business. My brother Harry DJ. That business is growing. We're working with some of the best companies in the world. We have. Uh, the House of c from a business standpoint, too. That's really growing with Christine Day. She was a former CEO of Lululemon, and uh, me and Sierra and, and, and Christine, or and the rest of the team, we're, we're running that business. And so it's good because I, I don't have to focus on that every day. You know, I, I have a great team, like people like Christine. And but what and is that Harry business, and, though, Russ? What, what is what it's, is it? it's our fast line? So we have a Goodman brand, which is our clothing line, which has been massive and it's been growing like crazy. And um the Goodman brand is—we give three percent back to, uh, to the Why Not Foundation. We give all those proceeds to the Friends of the Children. It's an amazing program, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a it's a great clothing line. It's a great shoes. Everything you could want to wear. I can run a forty yard dash in these pants. I'm telling you. And then and then uh, we also have uh, Human Nation that's underneath the House of LR&C. So imagine how it, fast do you run the forty yard dash? Well, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a guy that can uh, run way faster than you,
2: Dan. That's for sure. Well, I know that, but I hope so. But what what do you run the forty now? Well, I'm probably I'm probably a low four or five guy right now. I'm more quick
6: than fast though. Like I my the awareness of being like get in and out of things. I think is what's what's uh, what's key, especially playing my position because you you're in small movements, right? So you're you're getting in and out of the pocket. You're sliding to the right, sliding to the left, spinning out. So I think I've all, I, that's what I really concentrate on. But you know, right now in this time of year, it's really just trying to get ready uh, for the season and you know trying to. You know, get prepared and trying to be the best version of yourself. How are the kids? Man, future's growing up fast. Um, you know, he's getting ready for for all these sports and stuff like that. Trying to be safe as possible, and uh, he's he's getting tall and fast and athletic. And then you have uh, Sienna, who's you know she she knows everything. She's she's gonna run for president one day, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, and then you have uh, Wynn, who's you know six months who. You know, it's getting ready to, I feel like he's, I think, I feel like he's going to run before he ever walks. So, um, he, he's ready to roll. So, um, the kids are great. It's the, it's the best part of, you know, after the season, you really get to, you know, spend time with your kids and, and balance all that out.
2: Uh, you know, quarterbacks hate three and out, but are you three and out? That, that's it? Three kids? Oh, uh, I'm pushing C for, for more. She, she, she wants to have more too, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, go for it on fourth down is, uh, what I would do if I were you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> couldn't don't tell her I said that. Uh, <laughs> congrats on the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, and uh, it's a great honor. And uh, I don't know if it hits you, what it meant to you. Uh, can you describe it? Yeah, man. I,
6: you know, my whole life, you know, um, my dad used to talk about Walter Payton and what a man he was, the legacy that he lived, and everything else. And I think, you know, my my dad not being here anymore, I think the reality is, is that you know, I to be able to serve and give back, it's the greatest gift, you know, in the world, you know, and I think that whenever I, I got in Seattle in 2012, I wanted to be able to serve and give back to the community and everything else. So that's been something that I've been super passionate about. I've met almost a thousand, some kids in sale children's hospital. We've been able to do, do so many cool things with, you know uh, you know, pediatric cancer with our, why not you foundation? And why not you foundation doing so many things with, you know, uh, Ride United program this off season and um and everything else that we've been able to do along the way especially with covid that's happened and i'm a voter campaign and just it's been a journey you know it's been a journey especially in 2020 with all the people that we've lost you know all the people that you care about and all the people that we have gotten to know that have experienced different things also all the things going on racially in america uh, it was important for me and C to get involved and to, you know, even to partner up with, you know, wheels up to do meals up with Kenny Dichter. It it was a blessing to be able to give back and just um, really try to make a difference as much as we could. And so, um, you know, I think that uh, I I told, I told C, you know, the cool part is it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning of, of, of really being able to make a difference. And I hopefully, and hopefully we can continue to do
2: that along the way. I think your dad went to McLovin's alma mater. Your dad went to Dartmouth. He did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. McLovin went to Dartmouth. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. I mean, your dad was an athlete and McLovin wasn't. Did Dartmouth recruit you? They did, they
6: did actually. Uh, Buddy Tevens actually. Oh uh,
2: yeah.
6: Uh, yeah. Buddy Tevens. I, I went, I went up to Dartmouth. Um, it was went up there. I don't know. I was probably 10th grade or something like that. And uh, in my, my cousin was actually playing basketball. She was playing basketball at university of Penn. So I went up there, everything else. And, Buddy Tevens, you know, my dad and Buddy Tevens were really close, actually. Uh, they had a really good relationship. My dad played football and baseball there and everything. And so uh, I went there, beautiful camp. I mean, there's so much snow. It was probably it was probably 12 feet of snow when I went up there. I was like, I'm not coming here. But anyways, you know, my, my dad, uh, he, he loved Dartmouth, the big green, you know. And so um, that was always fun to, to be up there. My Uncle Ben and everything else, we, we had a good time.
2: Hey, good to uh, good to talk to you. Have a good off season, and uh, we'll stay in touch. And tell your wife I said hello. Okay, boss. All
6: I'll, good seeing you, man. McLovin,
2: like, see you later, bud. Whoa! whoa. All right. You All imagine right, could Russ have started for Dartmouth? There, McLovin.
5: You know, uh, I was there with Jay Fiedler, who made the NFL. Yeah. So it would have yeah. been interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't, think
2: Russ might have made the cut. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We'll take a break here. We'll recap some of the things we went over there with uh, Russ. And uh, back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR
7: or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the plate. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
8: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers, you can trade with friends to compete. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
7: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
3: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See
2: amazon.com slash amazonprime for details. Rory McIlroy teams up with Peacock to bring you the all-new Golf Pass channel. Watch premier instructions and entertainment from the Golf Membership Program, plus daily news from Golf Channel. Sign up at peacocktv.com. Start streaming now. I came out of the other side of the uh, man cave here and I went to the Danuts and I said, was I tough on Russ? And, uh, you know, I, I like him, but I wanted answers there because I was surprised that he came on because he really wasn't selling anything. He's a friend of the show. But the timing of this where, you know, does he does he want to be involved in personnel decisions? He just watched Tom Brady win a Super Bowl, where Tom Brady had input on personnel decisions. And he mentions Gronk, Antonio Brown, and Leonard Fournette by name. It's not lost on Russell Wilson that he is running for his life. He'll end up as the most sacked quarterback in the history of the sport. And he doesn't have any say in personnel decisions here. And... Now, I've said before, I don't think he ends his career in Seattle. But I got the feeling that Russell wanted to address this now in his manner, which is not really declarative, but I think he wanted to let people know, hey, you know, sort of read between the lines here. I'd like to have a seat at the table. And he's smart enough to know that I'm going to ask this question because what has happened And the fact that, uh, you know, are they receiving phone calls for Russell Wilson? Trade talks? And he said, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, he could could have dodged that. But, uh, look, I I appreciate him joining us and sitting there and probably made him squirm a little bit. Yeah, Paul.
4: You asked him, do you have any say with free agency and, and your team? And he said, I want to be involved. It's your legacy. It's your team. That's why Tom went to Tampa. For me, you bring free agents in. That's why you do this. You also asked, are you involved in personnel decisions right now? Not as much as I'd like to be. It helps to be involved and should happen more often. And you know, his tone is very you know, casual, but he said yeah. what he said. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, that is in Russell Wilson's vernacular. That's, that's him being a flamethrower, you know. You wanted to get out there. I, he can't continue this kind of career and have you know he wants to play ten more years. He can't do it at this at this pace. All right, McLovin, Do we have an against the grain yeah. today? Do we have a mid morning against the grain?
5: Tuesday mid morning quarterback Tuesday. against the grain. Wow. TMMQB. Wow. Super Bowl edition. Hit the music. All righty. For years on the show, we debated is Tom Brady a system quarterback? Uh, I think this uh, quote from Tom Brady after the game pretty much confirms everything I've been saying all these years. Please play it.
4: It takes a lot of people for us to get to this point, and uh, you know we all have great support systems in place. And I think everyone should be celebrating them tonight.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Are you using support system? I didn't hear to back support. up I heard... your system, quarterback. He
5: just said we have a great system in place. He basically said he this was about a, a system. support system. It's. I didn't hear that. I, I must have been cut off. On, but yeah. So it's a system quarterback, he's admitting it. But Ali that was the only thing that the Super Bowl confirmed. It confirmed a draft take that I had nine years ago that finally came to fruition, Dan. Uh, please play this clip about a certain quarterback from Missouri, please. You
2: did say that Blaine Gabbert would make Canton one day. Yes. yes. He did make Canton. He's just not going to make the Hall of Fame.
5: Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, I did mention his name in bust. I said I said there will be a bust, not that he will be a bust. There was some confusion there. My guy Blaine Gabbert is a Super Bowl champion, is a backup quarterback for Tampa Bay Buccaneers before any of those other 2011 draft quarterbacks.
2: You said that he would get a Super Bowl
5: ring one day. I did. Uh, I, You know, he was the first one to hug Tommy. That's got to be
2: worth something. Oh, he's got to hold on for dear life to Tom Brady. Now, the last... Because, you know, at some point, Tampa has to go, who is our quarterback in waiting? <laughs> like like you do, here we are looking at these other quarterbacks. Like you got uh, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, all of these quarterbacks, and everybody was looking for... You know who's going to take over for these guys at some point? Tampa's is going to have to address that.
5: But everyone's saying Aaron Rodgers is just going to jump over there. And lastly, <laughs> I was going to I was going to flirt with calling Patrick Mahomes a system quarterback, but the fact that he can fall down, throw the ball forty yards on the air that that's not very system. How
2: do you call him a system
5: quarterback? Well, I mean, it's his si- it's his system. Mahomes or Brady? But Mahomes has his own system. What are you talking about? He's the Andy Reid quarterback. If I ever saw one.
2: Yeah, because that, that Does he remind you of any other
5: Andy Reid quarterbacks? Yes, he's basically The same thing happened to him that happened in the 2002 title game They didn't protect Donovan McNabb And the Eagles, big favorites, lost the game Just for the same reason
2: Bucks did the same thing Is there anybody who is not a system quarterback? Um, <laughs> you're a knucklehead By the way, it's amazing to me
5: After all these years, I could still get you mad instantly I know it's An you incredible ability you I don't do know if anyone in your life could
2: do that No, you do it as soon as you bring up the system quarterback stuff. Thank you, McLovin. That's McLovin's Against the grain. All righty. Um, yeah, Russ has been sacked almost 400 times. I don't know how many times he's been hit. I don't know if stats ain't... Because, you know, that's the thing with Mahomes. You might sack him just a couple times. How many times do you hit him? Because when you hit these guys... As Michael Strahan talked about when they faced Brady, he said, look, he took it like a man. We hit him every single time we could hit him. And then that frustration starts to set in. And that's when Brady was yelling at his offensive lineman. Patrick Mahomes will join us uh, one of these days after he has toe surgery. He's having toe surgery tomorrow. But uh, Nick Wrong from Fox Sports 1 will join us. And were the Super Bowl numbers down? And if so, why? We'll explore that coming up. Final hour, Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out the second hour. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash. You already know there's cash inside before you open it up. But in this case... Get stuff with your first year cashback match and you don't even have to send a thank you note. It's conveniently called cashback match only by Discover card. You can learn more. Discover.com slash match. Discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
2: The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com EQS SUV.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go.